Party Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Brandis, for this coalition. And joining me, I have my co-host. It's Eric. Tell him your name. My name is Eric. What Just will like you be you doing said. at this party? <laughs> what am I doing at this party? Yeah, I, I am party I'm checking that. I'm checking for people on the list. If their ID <laughs> isn't legendary on it, then I'm not letting him in. I thought you were talking about the other list that, like, I, I have, I couldn't name you, I don't think I can name you a single card that's on that quote-unquote list, other yeah. than the two that I received on that list, but I don't even know if they're still on the list, because apparently they change out that list. So. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> the list is just this, like, big, massive list of cards, and they, like, rotate whichever's on them, but they don't tell anybody. And I know no one knows like what the rarity. Uh, yeah, how big is the list is. too? Isn't it like like four hundred cards? If yeah, you it's it's just massive. So it's like bigger than a set would be. In other words, like a set is oh, usually yeah. around like three hundred cards, uh, and it's it's already bigger than that. <laughs> it would mm-hmm. be bigger than what a exactly. set would be. Uh, back to the party. Finally, it's been a while for us because we we had a little hiatus in there for vacationing purposes. Yeah. Uh, but back to it. What you drinking this time? I am drinking uh, uh, another local brewery uh, called Pegasus City Brewing. Uh, it's called uh, Great Hall Hef. Okay. Hefenweizen. Oh, Hefenweizen. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not I a huge like fan their, of those. Yeah, but... I, like, I like their uh, this can, this this logo. It's like a very dark. Uh, True. Matte. Not many go for like the dark. Not many go for black cans. Exactly. I guess it takes away from, yeah, if it's not colorful enough, people won't grab it. So no one goes for black cans. Yeah. Well, since we're going to be talking about magic all day long, I got the all day IPA. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the actual reason. It's just a good IPA it's and I wanted good. one. <laughs> it was like, this was like one of the first ones that I was like, I just craved it. I was like, you know, I, I love all day IPA. It is one of those ones that it is the joke. Like you can just drink it all day. Yeah, you really can. It's just, it's yeah, just yeah. good. Those like session beers. You can just mm-hmm. like, yep, yeah, they're just. Oh, it's so solid. Just such a good drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Um, back on that magic week, we haven't talked in a while about it. Um, have you been brewing anything up? And this is. I'm opening up to formats, too. I know we, we're mostly a Commander podcast, but mm-hmm. you've been brewing anything for any format? Well, uh, so I am now brewing something new, uh, and, I, okay. and it's inspired by Modern Horizons 2. It's not okay. it has to do with really any legendary. Interesting, I, okay. I loved the uh, combining of like all the random artifact tokens, like food, clues, and treasures. Yes, they, they have a lot of support in this set that we might not get into with all these legendaries, that because that might right. not show up in the legendary package. But they have so much support through this weird set because it was just exactly. like we're just gonna throw stuff in. Yeah, and so that's what I'm making. <laughs> I'm making a yeah. a treasure food and clues deck. Awesome! It's basically yeah. like everything that you couldn't make because they're they're not supported, and it would just turn out to like a treasure deck. Just kind of turns into like a pirate theme or a like artifact sacrifice deck or something and it's just like you know what i'm just it's not gonna be a good deck but it's gonna be it's just like five color <laughs> mash of just pointless and it's, it's this whole like general theme of like pointless non-creature artifact tokens so that's where you wish fun. you could like 
make Academy Manufacturer like the Golos, like just have a five mana, five color identity exactly, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. That'd be, that would be fun. That is, that is an awesome. I've definitely picked up a few of the, that card because we've said how much we love that thing. Yeah, uh, exactly. it's just so much fun. And it's going in a bunch of my decks that had that, but but uh, well, like a specific one, not not like all three. So it's kind of fun that you have all three. I do have a quick story of uh, MH2 because I actually got to draft for the first time ever in like a million years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about it. I, I haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah, we were theorizing how good of an MH2 draft it will be. It was incredible. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> it was everything you wanted it to be. This is the thing with most draft formats, but I've never felt it as much as I felt it with this one where the two color pairings are like, so hardcore, like, this is your archetype, mm. that it did feel kind of lame, but, like, not, not, like, lame. It was super fun, but I did notice at the end of it, like, I was like, oh, wow, we didn't even have to try to draft. Like, as long as you drafted in certain colors, you ended up with a certain archetype. Yeah, that, that happens a lot in, like, Ravnica, where, like, the whole point of Ravnica it, are these color combinations. Yeah, so it's yeah like, exactly. Uh, it's, it you didn't have... have to try to make synergy right. happen. It was just like, I drafted red and white, and therefore I had Arcbound, and therefore I had right. all this synergy with my Arcbound. And another guy, like, he just happened to draft, you know, the green-blue make token stuff. And guess what he did? He made a bunch of tokens. Bunch like, of tokens. It, it, yeah, it, it was just, like, so clear. They were really cool and really fun games. But I did think, like, the skill of drafting was definitely taken away from it, I think. I think it was a very easy-to-draft format. Yeah. And I, Hard to play, easy-to-draft. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think a part of that, and something that I... And that kind of reminds me of Modern Horizons 1, is the, like, off-synergy cards are still just super powerful. Yeah, exactly. So, Everything I drew felt, like, insane. Yeah, like, maybe you're playing, yeah, like, red-white, arc-bound, but, like, the random white card that you that you put in your deck is still just like oh well it's like a it's a three two flyer for two or something it's like oh right. well this is just i did good. have that yeah i did have the the four the two three flyer that yeah. was meant for a green white but you know he worked but, in my deck yeah the, uh, those things are super powerful so it kind of fills in the gaps where maybe if somebody else was drafting that in a normal set you'd be like uh well this this random uh, bear is kind of meant for a deck that has artifact synergies. Mine doesn't, so this is just like a vanilla. <laughs> but it's still a good card. Yeah, they're all just still good. Uh, I, I, with with that, from our last week's or last not last week's, but last MH two podcast, we had a whole bunch of uh, underrated cards that we threw out there. And because of this draft, I got you know I, I saw a lot more, and you saw all these under uncommons and commons in action. So I have to add a few to the list that I was just, like, floored by. Like, oh, I was yeah. just like, holy crap, these things are unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, randomly. Yeah, so which ones are, are, which ones blew you away? So in my deck, and most of them are for my deck, because I was winning, I mean, I didn't drop a single game. I, I won six straight, I went 3-0, and, like, I just dominated our, our draft table. And it was definitely on the backs of two cards that I have to call out that just, like, pulled way higher above the rate that you would not expect. Hmm. Number one was the Enchantment Abiding Grace. Which one was that again? This is a three-mana enchantment. At the end of your turn, choose one. Gain one life, or return a creature that costs one or less from graveyard to the battlefield. Ah, yeah, and if you have a one, even just one good one You just need a single card, yeah. You just need a single creature in the graveyard to make this card literally a draw spell every turn. Right. 
Uh, with Arcbound, it gets obviously even more ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with the Arcbound. Yeah, the, I had the 1-1 one, one lifelinking Arcbound. I had two of them, and I, I just, I never didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh, here, here's the next one. And then they just grow bigger and bigger. And everyone was like, this is busting. And I was like, yep. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I can't help you. <laughs> I'm trying to beat you. So, <laughs> uh, And then the next one, I think, was is definitely maybe the more surprising of the two because it just looks like so innocuous. You're like, oh, yeah, this is a card. And yes, it's good and limited. And this is Unholy Heat. So this is the One Mana Shock spell that everyone knows One Mana Shock. Uh, seems, you know, yeah, One Mana Shock. It's good and limited, right? It's a removal mm-hmm. spell. Yeah, this thing does six damage for one mana. Turns out that can remove literal everything. So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that's a card you maybe should consider in decks that you uh, you didn't think. Like, I know a shock. Oh, You're not going to consider delirium. a shock. Yeah, it has Delirium. Delirium's very easy in Commander. Uh, it's also very easy and constructed. And I think it's just a card that you should see more of because this thing was, n- it was insane. I-, I could remove anything I wanted. Yeah, I had three of them and I just, it didn't matter. I just always killed everything wow. in front of me. It was insane. <laughs> and that, that kind of uh, thing, that feels like something that will get remedied as people get better at drafting. <laughs> it seems like people are like, oh, it's a shock is good, but like it'd be really cool if I could do six damage, but how, how, like how often is that? And then you play like in an artifact deck that it's like, oh, artifact creature. I have enchantment that's really good, so they want to destroy it. There's like I don't know some random land that turns into an artifact, or you sacrifice it for some reason. And then you're just like, yep. oh no, I just have the best removal spell ever printed. <laughs> I honestly, I, I think this is one that you would just totally look over and never consider in your commander decks. Even I'm saying like. This can remove anything on the battlefield for um, a single, single instant, yeah. You're like, like people should play more of Lightning Bolt, and that only does three damage to kill a thing. You're not ever using Lightning Bolt to go to someone's face in Commander. It yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just isn't worth it. Your Lightning Bolts are meant as a removal piece to instant speed kill a creature. But this thing does twice the damage of Lightning yeah. Bolt. And can target play. Well, no, uh, Lightning Bolt can target Planeswalkers as well. <laughs> I think the the so biggest comp would be like Magmatic Sinkhole, which is oh the delve five one, damage right? one, but it's delve. So yeah. if you have five cards in your graveyard, you can do five damage. But I think that's only to a creature. I could be wrong, but it might is... be creature and planeswalker as well. But even even so, it, this is one more damage. Yeah, and it's easier to and you it, know, and you it don't kind have of has to a similar stuff. thing where you need cards in your graveyard. You need cards in your graveyard, yeah, to make it good. Uh, honestly, I just it blew me away. So call out on those two that we probably should have included, but. I, why, why, would we? <laughs> why would we? Why would we? But this week, we're not going to be talking about cards in the 99. Maybe we will, but based off of, we're going to talk about all the legends that came out of this set that you might be building your decks around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we specifically didn't talk about a lot of them. Correct. We, we went over a lot of cards that, that, are, that were really powerful that would show up in the 99, and now we're going to go over... We're, we're not including a few of them that we don't think should deserve some play, and some of them that we'll glance over because they don't deserve some play. <laughs> uh, for the most part, because, you know, everyone's joking that, like, every set is a commander set now. Yeah, I, I, I find You know, this, this one's no different, but honestly, not really. None of yeah. these are going to, like, break the format at all. I looked at all of these, and I was not like, I'm afraid to play this. Yeah, none, none of these are going to, like, 
warp the format. And and people yeah. said that about Modern Horizons one. They're like, oh, it's just like none of these cards are going to be good. And then yeah, like, eight yeah, cards were pretty good. They were pretty dumb. They were but... yeah. And then <laughs> in Modern, there were just like eight cards banned out of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh, Ar- uh, Arkham's Astrolabe just breaks every single format now. <laughs> it's, just, it's so crazy. Yep. Let's get it going, though. The first the first ones we're going to start off with, I combined these two. I, I was, like, going through the list and started with, like, the first one. We're doing this mostly in alphabetical order. And then as I got to the end of the list, there was another one that I'm like, this is, like, the same thing but different. So they really tried to do this green storm thing in Modern Horizons 2. Mm-hmm. So they gave us two green storm legendaries in Ave Progenitor Ooze and Thrasta Tempest Roar. Yes, yeah, so, totally different things, but both storm commanders in mono green gonna be tough to pull off. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, so. Ave uh, progenitor ooze is a five mana two two ooze, so it's, it's two green 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 with storm, and it's a the the reason why it has uh, this next ability, Ave progenitor ooze, is not legendary if it's a token, is because when you cast a creature with storm, you tr- create token copies of it. And then it also has an ability where it enters the battlefield with a one-one counter on it for each other ooze you control. So, and they all see they all um, they don't all see um, each other at the same time. So it's not they don't all come in the battlefield. I think technically at the same time because the storm copies. No, the they spell. each see each other. Yeah, they each see each other. Yeah, yeah but one the at a time. Last Ave is going to be the biggest ooze. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, and exactly. interestingly, this I think this is the first and only creature with storm. It is okay. I don't think there's any other creature with storm. There is uh, there's yes. like goblin empty the warrens right for like to make creatures. a bunch yeah. of goblins. Yeah, there's there's storm mm-hmm. cards that make creatures and chatter storm obviously now. Mm-hmm. But this is the only creature with storm because it is. I mean, you can see how they had to format. It's very awkward. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> to pretty template it because of a creature having storm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I don't. And also the other one we'll read too. Thrasta Temptus Roar is a, a seven uh, seven for twelve man. <laughs> it's ten green green. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have storm technically, but basically it does because it says this spell costs three less to cast for each other spell you've cast this turn as trample haste trample over planeswalkers. So <laughs> sure, uh, awesome. And it has hexproof uh, as long as it enters the battlefield this turn. Um, Neither of these cards are going to be very good in as a commander. I think the Ave yeah. would be something like if you're playing like this mono green combo deck or something, and all your creatures have haste already, and you just be like, "Oh, I cast twenty spells, and I'm going to as my storm finisher is Ave." One um, thing I definitely do wish, especially when I see the worm Storm, is I like that Storm counts all spells cast in a turn. So I would have loved to see Ave have like flash. Yeah. So that, like, if someone else goes off and is and like you know casts his five spells, and then you're like, well, then I cast Ave, and then you get six copies of Ave because exactly. they yeah. went off. I wish it had that. Uh, that would have definitely been more of a commander design. I think if the, if it was if that if it was designed for a commander set, it, I think it, they could have gone that far. I think but so too. They didn't hear and and it's little it's a little upsetting because I I wish he had flash. It, yeah. would, it would make him cool and worth it. Yeah, and like 
it, it it's it's one of those things that's like you're since you're not guaranteed to for anyone to go off. I don't think it's like broken or anything. Yeah, to the, go the, off the difference here really is the fact that in Commander you're locked into green, right? right? Constructed, you could play a bunch of stuff around this, and then it would be maybe broken to like right. it having flash, and you do a bunch of stuff on someone else's turn, and then they're like, oh crap! Well, right. <laughs> now oh, I no. lose. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in Commander, that does not really a thing, but it would be really cool to have a, a legendary who cares about someone else casting all their spells, and then he's like, ha ha ha, now yeah, I take advantage of that. Exactly. Especially in Mono Green, it probably needs the help. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Uh, and and it's I think it's would be cool to have that, as, since it's the Commander, it's like face up. So like, yeah. if I'm playing this is a deck, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to cast a bunch of cantrips and not really like do much and then but i don't mm-hmm. want to just say pass turn because i've cast 13 spells this turn and then let this ave player just get <laughs> a, a basically a crater hoof for free yeah <laughs> and it'd be i think it'd be an interesting like um like not political but like strategic decision to be like how many spells do i want to cast knowing that this person could get yeah this, this like mass, how is that commander creature. sitting in there right it, it would just be cooler mm-hmm. so a little bit of a miss there for us uh and i don't think we'll see either of these as commanders at so. all uh, i would rate them you know yeah low low three mm-hmm. or four <laughs> probably threes <Yeah. laughs> just yeah. just not not gonna happen um I, I don't even know if you see these in the 99 that's the thing i don't think these things even show up yeah, like even like in a dinosaur deck, casting a lot of spells is kind of it's like tough. It's yeah, tough because right? all you, the whole point of the dinosaur is just like I'm going to ramp, then just land like one or two big dinosaurs a turn. Yeah, um, and it's not like he has any other dinosaur synergies or anything. He, he's just a seven-seven tramp, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't that great in commander, surprisingly. And you're going to have ten mana. Draw this card on a top deck and not going to be able to play it. <laughs> <laughs> that like, feels mm. real bad. That yeah. feels super bad. Yeah, even if you play like a two-mana spell and you're still one short, you're like... You're just like... Ah. <laughs> How is this possible? Yeah. Oh my god. Alright. Well, we'll move on. I kept this inclusion in. This is the one that I would mention we did talk about. Uh, and she's making waves in, in Constructed. Mm-hmm. And what, as, what do you want to name the card? And yeah, as more on Marta Kadeist in the That's close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have syllables. You guys all know it. You guys all know it. You'd love <laughs> it. It uh, it comes in. It's it also has like a partner. This is like a weird card that has a partner commander, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> in an it's, it's commander is a cookbook. Yeah, Wait, honestly, the cookbook is the way more broken thing. People have found like found out that oh, there's cards in Magic's history that mean I get a food every turn for free and mm-hmm. and just insane card advantage. And, oh, yeah, she also has free removal on her. Right, yeah. <laughs> Two food just to give so, everyone food for I think she is quite busted. I think I was I was uh, smart to, to pick her out early. Definitely. Uh, yeah, because I, I think she is just nuts. The, and the, the one hard thing about her is, like, you have to discard a card before casting her, and that's just so easy to do. There's dangerous. Yeah. There's cycling exists. Uh, there a lot of loot. They've been building up the red looting effects over how long now? Right, I mean, yeah. it, it's just everywhere. So it's, it's just so easy. And then once you get the cookbook, you have a free outlet for her now. And exactly. She yeah. Literally the, has no mana costs. So. And the yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you can do some pretty fun stuff with the no mana cost thing too. Even though yeah. like it costs one, really, but. 
yeah, you yeah. can just do a whole bunch of fun stuff with this card. And you just get another discard outlet, which it's if you're building like a uh, a madness deck, usually the payoff isn't you usually want your engine to be your commander, not the payoff with sacrifice two foods, but you get the engine. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You you, you 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 tutor the engine, right, and then yeah. Yeah, right, which is one of those things I know they were talking about, like we gotta stop printing commanders that are all in ones. Yeah. Right? Like uh like they mentioned they, they called out a few of them like the the Chulane Corvold cycle where they're like these cards that's that's too powerful. We yeah. can't have the card have the engine and the payoff on the card. And I exactly. totally agree with them with Corvold. I was so annoyed. If you remember, I had the Corvold deck, and I was so annoyed because I tried to build a bad deck, and it was just and just Corvold became the deck because he was such a level above the deck <laughs> that I would cast Corvold and he would do a completely busted thing, and the rest of my deck looked so bad around him that I was targeted to kill Corvold, and then my deck did nothing because I didn't yeah. have I was it, just like, yeah. well, this sucks. Because it's like, it does everything. Because it's like, oh, it's your sack outlet. And also, when you sacrifice oh. things, you draw cards, which is like... And all a of a sudden, it's a 10-10, and, and everyone's scared of it. And I don't blame them, but yeah. like, I needed it to do like my sacrifice food things. And I was like, exactly. I'm just trying to make foods, guys. But <laughs> I like, get it. I get it. I have a 2020. Yeah, what exactly. can they do? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I mean, sorry, man. I know you want to just make food, but you're going to kill me next turn. <laughs> I, I like, just yeah, want to like, make food. Yeah, and sack food. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just like I I was annoyed at it, so I I broke that deck up because I was like, yeah, this deck feels bad. Uh, the next one, I think we can glance over. I I just wanted to comment you, on it. If you don't want to feel bad about about having a strong command, yeah, here's here's some a real a real crapper. This is and they they he it was isn't mentioned in a uncommon right right. That's that's good to preface it that way because yeah, they had to they dumbed him down because he's an uncommon. The Captain mm-hmm. Ripley Vance, which is. I remember there was a card Vance's blasting cannons and like yeah, another yeah. set. So that was a callback to him there. Um, and whenever you cast your third spell each turn, <laughs> all you do is put a one, one counter on him and deal damage equal to its power to any target. Like compare this to vile smasher. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And the kind of funny part is, is if this was blue red, I'd be like, Interesting, this card's right? really good. <laughs> um, oh, but I also would say they would have had to make it second spell each turn. I mean, third is is asking for way too. Much. It is. It is a lot. But man, like one mana cantrips are just like all over the place and magic, and it's just yeah. like okay, yeah, this would become just a one mana cantrip deck, right? Which yeah. would eh, kind of boring, right? Just like not where you mm-hmm. want to be. But well, yeah, well, this card just misses it. <laughs> what was that? Um, that. It's another card you could put in your um, that is it thing where if you cast a spell, if casting a spell would trigger an ability, they ran, they ran it because it triggers off of a spell you cast. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it triggers them at initial time, puts an extra counter, does it. So you deal more damage. damage. Yeah, so exactly. You can play him in Veyran, yeah. Which Veyran, everything was broken, right? That was kind of the yeah, point yeah, yeah. of <laughs> It was just like, <laughs> you just do whatever you want in Veyran. Yeah, I, like, I still right. wouldn't include this guy in Veyran is how bad he really is. But. I, well, I mean, if you trigger it you once, could. it deals nine damage. That's pretty good. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, you're right there, actually. That is true, and that is actually pretty baller. Uh, but oh. still, you have to cast him first, and then and still have Veyran out, and then somehow cast a third spell on his turn. That's yeah. tough. That's <laughs> it, it, it is definitely tough. But this, this does count as the first. But that's spell, cool. But yeah. That's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next one though. This is uh, a new Planeswalker commander, Karth the Lion. 
Now I'm not so upset because they locked him into colors of black right. and green. Yeah, yeah. So it's thank not blue. God. If this was a five color commander, I would I would hate his absolute guts. It's yeah. It would probably it wouldn't be banned, but we would all want it to be. I would hate him. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would just be so mad at him. Here's what it, he does it, though. Yeah, yeah. So the first part isn't so bad because in Commander this is pretty tough. When he enters the battlefields, or actually this is cool, or a planeswalker you control dies. That's interesting. Look at the top seven cards, uh, and then you can reveal a planeswalker card among them, put it in your hand, and you put the rest on the library. So you get to it'll whiff a lot in Commander. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. Uh, it'll whiff a, a whole bunch in Commander. But those times where you get to draw a planeswalker off of him, cool. Sweet. And I love that. I didn't realize the Planeswalker yeah. dies. That's neat. That's a neat spot. Uh, but his second part is probably more more what, what's, yeah. what's going on here. This Planeswalker loyalty abilities you activate. So this is all abilities. This is not just plus abilities. This is all abilities, all abilities. you activate. Cost. I love how they had to template this. Cost an additional, <laughs> and then they have the little Planeswalker symbol of plus one to activate. Yeah, it's literally the picture <laughs> of the symbol on it. Yeah. Because they know the whole, it's the activation cost to put loyalty counters on it. It's just kind of like, uh, it's kind of you a know, chunky wording. You know what, that, that, that's almost, like, here's how I would have templated them. Like, why don't they say, whenever you activate an ability of, uh, a loyalty ability of a Planeswalker, put a loyalty counter on it. Would yeah. that make a little more sense, maybe? And that would know. actually make sense. So yeah, the the um, the only difference would be, it would change this from a static ability to a triggered ability. And the only reason that that would come into play is if you have like a planeswalker at two loyalty and you have a, and they have, they have a minus two ability. So in this one, they would survive because it would just be minus one. In the other case, they would go down to two, uh, cart line would trigger. And then before it could resolve, the planeswalker would be dead. Yeah. But then it would trigger Carson line's other ability to, um, yeah, like go, go replace it with another planeswalker. So, you know what I wish this had? I just I was thinking about this too, like another way to template it. And but I was like, ah, this will be too busted. But it would have been cooler. Is that whenever you activate a, a planeswalker loyalty ability, proliferate? <laughs> so it gives mm. your planeswalkers all. But but then each of the planeswalkers would get yep, counted. I would hate that. Yeah, I would hate that. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> forget I, everything I've said. It, I, uh, like like you said, I love that this isn't five color. I love that it's just blue black because the blue black planeswalkers. No, no green, 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 or, green. Black. Yeah, yeah, not blue black. I don't. I like that it's not blue. <laughs> green black. Thank you. Green black. The planeswalkers. They kind of a lot do very similar stuff. True. True. All the green so, blacks are similar, right? Which is like how it's. Not They're mostly untapped lands, destroy creatures, make tokens, make yeah, some tokens, draw some cards or whatever. But I love that it's not blue. <laughs> because I just yeah. imagine just all the annoying it. stuff, all the Teferis. Oh just get Teferi yep. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and the red ones are pretty good too. I've I've been playing around with a lot of red planeswalkers. They're pretty strong. But we're we're gonna have to do like a threat assessment episode in Commander at some point. Yes. Um, but this is one of those cards that it's like. You're playing against a super friends deck. They play this card, and I'm just like, we need to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, remove this guy, right? Yeah, it, it is to that point. Like, he, maybe they can keep some of their planeswalkers around, but kill this guy. Yeah, he's uh, just gonna like, I'm just gonna turn through my deck and just draw all my planeswalkers. Because yeah, because he's a, he, he represents card advantage on him for getting planeswalkers when planeswalkers die. Yeah, as well as he's proliferating basically for all the planeswalkers every turn. Right, like, it, which planeswalkers are just pure value. That's what I've always hated about the card type is they never made it 
easy to deal with them, and they're they're pure card engine value mm-hmm. every turn that they're still there. <laughs> yeah, and th- this <laughs> is extra this card is, in your hand every turn. That's yeah. Nuts. This this is the big difference between one on one versus multiplayer formats. I think. Yeah, is these like, things are too busted one on one, right? <laughs> well, the. I, the the removal is efficient one-on-one because it's like, yes, I will spend a, my, my, uh, I don't know, whatever spell like destroy target perm or destroy target planeswalker spell that's in the sideboard. I bring it in because my, my opponent's playing a busted planeswalker, mm. but in commander, when there's three planeswalkers out, you're just like, oh, I wish I had some, like, there's a reason yeah, why we I'm don't play kill all three. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to kill just the you one that's threatening one. at the moment. And by the time you've done that, another one went off and emblemed and now you lose. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like in the play style of these kinds of decks too, are very much like, I'm just going to keep seven cards in my hand all the time. And I don't have to spend any mana <laughs> to do anything because there's no mana associated. Yeah, with exactly. And, but, but the, the one hate card that they printed for that is so bad. They printed like that white one that taxes loyalty yeah. abilities it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad yeah but now they have that this is why i put the that red thing it's like oh it's and oh, yeah flame blitz yeah just the... play flame blitz everyone just play flame blitz yeah destroy the Carthalion lion decks <laughs> exactly um uh, the next one is definitely probably the most the next two that we'll talk about are the two that i think the community was most hyped for coming out of this set First of which is the Squirrel Commander, Chatterfang, Squirrel General, uh, legendary creature, Squirrel Warrior, has Forest Walk, it's a 3-3. If one or more tokens would be created, those tokens plus that many 1-1 green squirrels are created instead. It also has an activation ability for black, sacrifice X squirrels, target creature gets plus X, minus X until end of turn. This card's like actually good. It's a <laughs> Which really is, it's good kind card. Of funny because they're just like usually token decks don't really care about what the token is. They care about the amount of tokens. So this is this is effectively a token doubler. This card is surprisingly good. Um, I I think because it's a, the memes, it's the squirrel memes that you know it might get overlooked. I think this might this will be one of the stronger ones out of this set. <laughs> Yeah, it like because creating token. How many times have I mentioned token strategies? Just are is commander at this point. Yeah. Like I, that's the way I'm viewing it because it, it is just it's out of control. I mean, it's so easy to do. Yeah, that's it, why I keep telling them they need to make that card that I mentioned, where like we gotta some sort of like token dial back, like not not shut off tokens, but mega dial it back, mm-hmm. where tokens can't just be made. 18 a turn and then they win <laughs> yeah these tokens yeah they can there's so many cards and so many cards that efficiently like you create x like 5x tokens and then you can just use them in a uh, myriad of ways and kind of like the Chatterfang's uh, other ability the sacrifice one it doesn't say sacrifice like black sacrifice one squirrel and it gets plus one minus one no it's just one black mana can sacrifice you can do as many as squirrels Yep. And you might have something like, oh, well, when you sacrifice a creature, each of your opponent sacrifices a creature. And then <sighs> the one creature... That's what, 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 right? And that's what every token deck's going to have in their deck, right? Is those, those this, effects. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like... Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because there there weren't any squirrel commanders. And it it's like, when I see a Chatterfang commander, I'm like, 
this deck is going to be really good. And it's, it's nothing to do be, with squirrels. Right? You don't have to play any. You don't have to play a single squirrel in your deck. And in fact, I wouldn't play a single squirrel in my deck. And I would play this card, like, right? Right. Yeah. I would probably use this commander and and not play squirrels. I would play. I would just make token. I would play token creators and play every token creator. And the, like the the casual in in my heart is kind of sad that it's this good because if I yeah. wanted to make a squirrel deck, I it's like this is the commander to do it. But yeah. now, well, like, you can oh. choose uh, Morphon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Gives your scrolls plus one plus one. So. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it costs less. I mean, isn't that what you wanted? That's basically all I want. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, it's like I'm gonna play Chatterfang and just make the the squirrel nonsense, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh well, you're you're playing a really good token deck," and like that's probably what it's gonna end up being anyway. Like. The yeah. squirrel part of your deck is probably not going to be competitive, and you're going to no. be tempted to put you know all the token delvers. Right, you're going to figure out that that one token creator did so much work in your deck, and all of a sudden you're going to go, oh, well now I'm going to lean a little yeah. ahead, and you're like going to continue building down that line of like every card that says token makes more tokens, and <laughs> that's how I'm going to win. And it, I think it's going to be kind of the similar effects. So I have I have uh, an Atraxa deck, dear listeners, that is a um, not super friends, not in fact, it's a fungus deck. So I proliferate the spore counters on it. But like out of the times that I win, probably seven to eight out of ten times, it's because Atrax is just really good and kills people. <laughs> that was like my, my Corvold problem, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, once these commanders are too good, it's just yeah, they you can't make the deck bad because the commander just wins. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> no I think this is going to fall into that. My favorite part about the card is Forest Walk, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, that is the hey, big, That means you play Yama in the deck, and then now it has every. It has See, you busted. <laughs> I did buy a Yavamaya. I mean, we mentioned it, and it, it was I just bought That's it because I was like, yeah. I need a Yavamaya. I mean, is, is that rare or mythic? It is rare. It is rare. So, and it and it is down. You could buy a copy near ten dollars. Exactly what I stated. That's where you buy it, everyone. Buy mm-hmm. it at ten dollars. Hold on to it. It'll eventually go up to thirty, and you'll be like, "Well, I already own one." <laughs> yeah, I, I might. I might pick up a couple. <laughs> definitely, definitely pick up one. That is a good spec card if you're into that kind of thing. I just say everyone's going to need one, and ten dollars is where I knew it would bottom out because that's exactly where Urborg did. And it is the same card with little less actual uh, synergies, but from a set that I don't think this card will be reprinted anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, not anytime soon. And for us in Commander, green is played way more often in, yeah. in much more multicolored decks than in, Absolutely. Than black it's is. And card you're green is want. used to glue all the multicolored decks together. So definitely pick it up. Yeah. All right, moving on. The the other most hyped card, especially after the dear, lovely Command Zone played anything, and then all of a sudden it explodes in popularity. <laughs> this is the one, of course, Josh commanded uh, Garth One-Eye. Oh, they played the it in, uh, in Game Nights? Yeah, Game Nights. I'll they played uh, Garth. They played um, Asmora, my, uh, the discard one, which, mm-hmm. which did rather well. Uh, I think they did Sith? Man, I don't remember the other two. Maybe it was you. I don't remember the other two. Oh, well, because the other two, I don't think were actually part of this set. No, uh, yeah, I don't think they were part. I think those were the two out of the new ones, and then they played uh, two old ones. Uh, anyway, Garth played pretty pretty good. Uh, of course. <laughs> did it yeah. Do, so did they. Do, I mean, you you kind of predicted that like basically none of the other tokens are going to be 
created. It was just Black Lotus. Just Black Lotus. And, and uh, um, they did cast Regrowth. Mm-hmm. I don't think they used any other mode. Oh, they did use Shivan Dragon, which was hilarious. <laughs> they did cast a Shivan Dragon. Um, but but yeah, Black Lotus and Regrowth. That's all you need. <laughs> so yeah, so this card, five color commander, five five for all five colors. Legendary human wizard, Garth One Eye. Tap, choose a card name that hasn't been chosen from this list. Disenchant. Brain Geyser. Brain Geyser is X blue blue. Draw uh, target player draws that many cards. Uh, we're X mm-hmm. is the, the amount. Terror, which is one black, destroy non-black, non-artifact. Shivan Dragon, the six mana five five with fire breathing. Regrowth, one in a green to buy back anything. Uh and Black Lotus, of course. The 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 Black Lotus. Yes, you get to play it now in Commander without owning Black Lotus. And yeah, as I predicted, I, I saw this and I was like disappointed. I wish they didn't put Black Lotus on the card because I I would have said he was amazing. I would have thought, how cool, what an awesome commander. He allows you to cast some super mm-hmm. cool spells. He would still have been super useful because <laughs> like, he's just, you know, he's a toolbox guy. Like he just, he comes with everything when you play him. I'm just so upset because now he's just a combo card that you just play him. I play Black Lotus. I flicker him. I play Black Lotus. I flicker. I play Black Lotus. And, and you just win. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, those kind of, that situation. I wish there was a way to um, put some sort of rules text on. Like the game mechanics don't allow it, but like, like save what was chosen. Because it would also be interesting to be like, doesn't matter yeah. if you flicker them, like, like any card named Black Lotus or any any like Garth One Eye. Once one of these has been chosen, that's been owned by this player. You it's like pretend you cannot you just, use it anymore. Even if you and flicker. you know what, and that would be like in a game of Commander, maybe people would shy away from that. But like, yeah, that means you had to tap him like five times to use all his things, and like, uh, yeah, come on, yeah. guys, like, what do you what do you really want out of you? Just cast. Five spells out of one guy. Exactly. <laughs> I think you did okay. <laughs> yeah, like or, or yeah, so, something like that. Because yeah, that, I don't, like, I don't like what they did here. These the it's very like the um, I kind of say like, but it doesn't have haste. It's kind of like our version of Dice yes, Doomblade. Absolutely, I agree with you, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh well, it like doesn't have haste. So that's how you think. It's like that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay, I just play, I play this one card that says all my creatures have haste. Then it's like, oh, okay. I, which it dies, is, it goes to the graveyard and still all my stuff has it. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 oh my gosh. It's In just. case of anger. Yeah, like anger happens. And it's just, oh, I just mill it now. Everything has haste permanently. Yep. And that's just such not a uh, restraint anymore because so many cards need haste in order to be good. Like we're talking yeah. about Ave. Like, if that card had haste. It would at least be like, yeah. Or I said flash. I right. recommended flash as as a cooler, really flavorful way. Right. Which is like, and and that that's that's like kind of another version of haste. It is right because you cast it at the end of someone's turn, and then they're yeah, yeah. They're not ready like for it. uh, what, what's it? What's it called? Like Vidalcan Ori? Like that's just a staple. Everything right? is every, flash. Everything yeah. is flash, and it's colorless, so it's in everything. So now it's like, oh, I'm just gonna play at the end of somebody else's turn, tab it, and then yep. Basically, it's haste. Yeah, that's just such not a reasonable way to think about turning down the power level of cards. 
Yeah. So again, like with Garth, uh, he's uh, I would love to see him and no one tap him for Black Lotus. And I think he would be awesome. I think what a cool game. All right. Or or like you said, tap it, cast Black Lotus, but do it once. Do it one time. Do it one time. And and I'll be fine with that. Yeah. Uh, But if you if if, if all you do is do Black Lotus with him and be like, that's super lame, man. I don't know what you want to say. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that. And or like make a game out of it. Say like, okay, you can only you can't tap it for Black Lotus again until you've tapped it for every other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I'd be super fine with that. Yeah, yeah there you go. Why didn't they template it like that? Yeah, yeah. Like once everything's been chosen, then you can go back. Um, well, they they did with him. Like no, they did. They templated him where actually once you've made it through the list, as long as you leave him there. He can't go back and, yeah. and, and choose anything more. It's just you can abuse it so much. Yeah. And I guess actually, a new copy. I just thought of this. The way that they could have made it fair is that like, oh, when you cast Garth One Eye for the first time or something, or I don't know, like and one make it a way where once or once you put it in this in the command oh, zone. Oh, you, you make it you, if, if you cast it from his hand, he has this ability. Otherwise, he doesn't. Oh, well, done that. That could that, that's true. What I was going to say is like, or maybe once you put it, make, once you make this your commander, you create token copies of of them in the command zone. Mm. So then you can only and you tap it to cast a spell out of your command zone or something. Hmm. So that way, once you've cast Black Lotus, it's no longer in your command zone. So it doesn't matter how many times you flicker it. It's not in the, it's yeah, not so it, one of the options. I mean, now we're going into a card that would have needed to be a commander set card. Yeah. <laughs> if you would be. For need, sure. Like with, with all that design pressure going around it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, that's also true. Because Which is weird. That, I mean, right? the command this, this is one of those cards that never will see constructed play, right? Like not a, there's no way in heck this is showing up in modern. Uh, ever. I feel pretty safe <laughs> with that. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So, like, why is he here? Like, so this is one of those that you like for sure. You go, yeah, design for commander. Then just make him in a commander set. Right, yeah. He doesn't need to be here then. Like, and, and make him better for commander players. Not that. Well, I mean, I guess they felt this was good, and it, it is. But it, it's yeah. it's annoyingly broken. Exactly. All right, let's go to the next one, which is uh, let's see what this one does. This is a really curious one. General Ferris Rockerick won a red and a white for a legendary human soldier 3-1. Hexproof from monocolored. Whenever you cast a multicolored spell, you create a 4-4 red and white golem artifact creature token. Yeah, I think I don't I don't know if this was intended, but you know, like like Ferris is the terminology used when something's magnetic, and it's you know, mm-hmm. Ferris Rock. Right. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. I, maybe, maybe that was intentional. Maybe not. But that's it definitely I, was I right, and it makes it makes artifact. It makes golem yeah, artifacts. It makes golems. So, yeah, that, that's that was what the this for. is. It's pretty interesting because it kind of plays off of two things, right? Like you want multicolored spells, but it creates just artifact creature tokens. So how do you make those two like a creature strategy work with like traditionally a spell based strategy work? That kind of thing is interesting, but my brain and commander, usually if it's Boros and it does two things that are kind of in the opposite direction, it's probably not very good, but yeah, I think it's a different way to build a Boros deck, which could be fun. 
I mean, I did just, first thing I looked up, how many cards are red and white? Because they have to be both, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there is plenty. I mean, there's there's 185 choices in Magic's history. Right. So you probably can find enough out of there. Now, if you go, like, if you want to find the cheaper ones of those, right? Like, you're talking anything less than let's say three like you want to be able to cast them you're still working with a grouping of 97 cards so you could probably find enough stuff that's both red and white right but you might be locked in like maybe that won't be as cool of a deck as you want it to be it's definitely not going to be as unique every ferris deck might look similar because you need the multicolored spells that's a really good point that happens a lot where yeah, you see in commander right I, I, that's, that's something i notice more and more in my mind right i feel like i'm super unique and then i see someone else's deck and i'm like oh that <laughs> that is the same thing i did <laughs> i'm like i thought yeah, i yeah. was like i thought i figured it out but no everyone's just doing that <laughs> it's, it happens a lot with like strategy like morph un- until recently because now they made it they expanded out to a bunch of different colors but for a mm. while it was just like there's how many morph creatures right <laughs> yeah there's not too many morph creatures so it's like okay it's, i know exactly what colors are you doing and it's yep. the exact same strategy i remember the first time i ever noticed it was this is before edh rec exists i mean I, maybe it existed but like no one knew about it yet because mm-hmm. you know early early uh edh days and i made the Hirobi deck and i thought i was so freaking clever putting like squeeze toy in there because <laughs> it like targets things or for just like a one mana artifact that taps to target stuff and then I'm like looking at it and like, yeah, everyone has it. And like, and Cauldron of Souls, I was like tapping to destroy everything. Right, yeah. Everyone does that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not, I'm not that unique. Because it like lends itself to like those cards. Like that's just what you do. <laughs> right, exactly. Like that's what makes it good. And yeah. it's so, so you see a deck like Ferris Roderick, right? And you're just like, well, you just play as, as many red, white spells as you can. All the best ones you play. <laughs> exactly. Because you're not going to play this like, Oh, it's a white, white, red deal two damage to any target. You're just like, well, that's just bad. <laughs> so yeah. And is it going to be fun then? Because like a lot of them are probably going to be like creatures or sorceries. Like I don't know how much reaction you're going to have in that type. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could have, make a cool deck out of it. I don't know. I think he him himself is really strong, right? That that effect, yeah. that's triggered ability. He's really strong. Exactly, and um, it, this might be one of the things that's in the ninety nine for like there could be a cool mm. deck that's like four or five colors or multicolored. That's stuff. fair. He's one of the, he's probably the first one of this whole group actually that does best in the ninety nine. I think so. Uh, where he'll show up in, in some multicolored decks and just do some work at him. No, and that's way more interesting and curious because yeah. like then he can play with multicolored spells that you're you're like oh yeah that works and it's a multicolored commander too yeah so i like i like i like him overall especially for a boros commander that generally are not fun Mm -hmm. this one's interesting for sure me too all right now here's the one you mentioned that we'll go over again and we have to talk about him because he's so interesting the first ever planeswalker question mark that can be a commander (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he's grist the hunger tide for one green black three mana loyalty legendary planeswalker but as long as he's not on the battlefield he's a one one insect creature so in your command zone he's a one one insect for three mm-hmm. <laughs> and then enters and is not it's uh, <laughs> so weird because <laughs> but like it's also not a creature it's spell. It's not a creature spell. No, yeah, you can't counter, like, you can't say counter target creature spell. It's not. 
As yeah. soon as it's cast, it's immediately not a creature. It's a planeswalker. <laughs> it's very interesting. It's the first of its kind. Uh, it, its yeah. abilities are, are meh, but they're but they're. I'm glad, right? It's like you need. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just make these things all busted. Yeah, Plus yeah, one, yeah. create a one-one black and green insect creature, so it does protect them and mill a card. If that card is an insect, uh, put a loyalty counter on them and repeat the process. So you'll actually end up getting two loyalty on them for each insect. And then uh, and, and just keep making more insects. Uh, minus two, sack a creature. You may sack a creature. If you do sack a creature, destroy a creature or a planeswalker. So a good bit of removal on him, which is mm-hmm. really nice to have, actually. It's just yeah. a removal spell. As a planeswalker, too. Nice. Yeah. And then finally, which this is, a, this is a great just overall commander. Minus five is each opponent, each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So as soon as you've like racked up a whole bunch, does not take much for you to play him, plus him, get enough counters on him for the next turn. Wham! You you minus him for twenty damage to each opponent. Yeah, he's a he's a solid planeswalker. Uh, I, I, there's not many insects in Magic's history. Uh, we can look up that quick, and also and that and that also falls into the same trap, right? Of like. Now you're just playing every good insect. <laughs> yeah, I, I think basically. So there's how- 76 insects in in green black that you can play, and so you got to imagine there's only you know 10 to 15 good, good ones. ones. And then you're playing like the good changelings. I don't know if that's included in that number, but um, it is not. It is not. So there are changelings in addition to that 76. So so yeah, there's but yeah, your your deck's gonna be weaker if that's all you're building after. It's it's gonna be weaker, and you're gonna look similar to other decks that are doing the same there. Yeah, I I imagine if this is your commander. The play pattern is like trying to mill all like half your deck to get a bunch of insects in it. Play Grist, play something like I think it's called like Grave Purge. And there's a bunch yeah, of things and, that yeah, fill the insects on top of your deck. Yeah. Plus it now Grist is like like twenty-five loyalty. And then you just minus five twice in a row and kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, he's got some cool actual play patterns that I'm really curious to see. Yeah. I would almost be curious to use him as like, yeah, that removal piece. Like, yeah, he just sits there and when you need it, hey, wham, slam right. him down, destroy that creature or planeswalker by sacking one of your creatures. And then late game, yeah, you can always fall back on that. And if, I always said, play him with Maskwood Nexus would be so much fun. Yep, yeah. So that way you like just forget about building around insects. And then if you ever land your Masquid Nexus, all of a sudden everything's your insect. So it doesn't yeah. matter anymore. Play the play the five to six like absolute best insects that you wanted to play anyway. <laughs> exactly. It yeah, Masquid Nexus is just gonna basically be the commander for a lot a lot of commanders. <laughs> um, a lot of the all of the oddball uh Yeah. <laughs> I think also it just works so well with just random graveyard type decks too, as if in the ninety nine. Because yeah, right. He doesn't need the insects. He doesn't need the insect tribal. Yeah, to to exactly. minus five and deal a bunch of damage. Yeah, like <laughs> you get it mills a card. You get an insect token. You can sacrifice. You then you can kill stuff and sacrifice other stuff to kill other creatures or planeswalkers. Like eh, this is just like a good decent card. And none of like you said, not nothing's busted. But if you're playing, I will say your deck is also a finisher. You know the most annoying thing to me about him is that little, like, bat thing that shows up, like, in his... <laughs> like, next to the... Ma- in between him and the mana symbol. <laughs> yeah. Get that 
out of there? What does that just like leave the like text alone? <laughs> Even his head is like into his R. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you're talking about. Why, why can't we just like leave the text box alone? What the, what is going on there? <laughs> Even with, like, even going back to, like, we didn't mention him, but, like, Dakon Shadow Slayer. Yeah, I get it. It's really cool art, but his sword is, like, over the blue mana symbol. <laughs> like, you know, like, what the hell? Leave the mana symbols alone. Make his art lower so that he's not covering the text box. What is, what is happening with those two cards? Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Just, uh, and, like, the special art for Gris, like, one of it, his, the like, borderless is going up. Uh, I love the yeah, I love the alt art on on Chris. The, yeah, yeah, those sweet. are those are those are incredible. Like I think my favorite. You know what was so odd? I, I got we just met, might as well mention now because we're mentioning artworks. Because uh, I did the draft, I thought I hated these sketch arts. I actually love them. They look great. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked up a few of the a few packs and I opened them, and it, it to me it's like the I don't they know how you great. feel about the Amonkhet. Uh, showcase or masterpiece. Oh, I hated whatever. those. Yeah, yeah, the but, giant gold Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But like for me, I didn't like them on, but uh, on like the the screen. But when I held them, I was like, oh, this is this is okay. <laughs> like, <I> like <laughs> this is this looks pretty sweet. It just, it's, it's so different than anything else. I have some of them, like yeah, the sketch ignobles. I think yeah. they look great. Um, and you know what's funny is all the sketch arts because enough people don't like them, they're cheaper than like the regular price. That that's something that. It's very interesting that can't that's coming up now because you forever forever and now we're kind of going off on a tangent but forever yeah. any alt art was like like just twice like foils were like twice as much and it's yeah. like ooh you can alt alt art out your deck but now there's so many versions there's like the extended border version there's these etch foils there's different these sketch arts and it's creating like so much uh uh like disparity and of, of opinions that now people are like i don't just because it's alt art doesn't mean i'm gonna like it we're like right i'm like i don't like these extended arts i'm just gonna buy the regular version or you know i'm gonna buy these these sketch versions i don't like them i'm just gonna sell them off immediately and try to buy the the just the regular art mm-hmm. so it's just like actually it's actually creating more supply now these people who right. want the card have the sketch art they're like i hate this I'm going to trade it in for a real one. Immediately. Yeah, I, I think that's... I, it's fascinating to me that the sketch arts are so much lower in price than the regulars. I also didn't notice this the first time around, too. The, and they don't do this, I don't think, often. But the alternate arts on these uh, have different flavor text. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. so like the sketch art on the Ignoble Hierarch, on its ske- and, and because these are sketch, uh, like this one has like what they sent to the artist. So it literally says, oh. intention, do a mirror image of the Noble Hierarch card, only this time with a goblin. <laughs> and I just find that hilarious flavor text now. That's I'm like, that's funny. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, they printed that on the card. And I was like, that's amazing. I didn't know that either. That's pretty so cool. yeah, they have different flavor texts on these sketch arts. I was looking at Grist and it, because it's a Planeswalker and its list is so long, they don't have any yeah, flavor text on things. it. Um but I still like the sketch art the best out of all. I'm like, I'm surprised because I didn't really look into Grist all that much. But when I'm looking at all the arts, I actually like the sketch the best. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just love it. Yeah, it, it's just very strange. And also with like art, they have old borders now with like the artifacts. I really like yeah, the retro. Border. 
I have I have some few, a few retro borders and they look incredible, dude. I'm I'm a huge retro border fan for sure. Uh, but of course, I played that long, so right it does yeah. give me the feels. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're like, ooh, I remember when it's just yeah, it's, like, I it's objectively worse, well, but, but it just feels good to be like, ah, yeah, it's actually the, the the foiling on those looks just incredible. And the old border, I hate new foils, but the old border foiling, it just looks incredible with the card. Um, so like I, the Yavamaya I mentioned, I bought the, the old, old retro one. foil and it and that, just looks, fantastic. and that like looks and some, some of the retro art, it kind of, or some of the retro borders, it doesn't really look as good with like the, some of the new style of magic of uh, art. But yeah. Sometimes it just works. Really works. Well. <laughs> like I have the, I have the retro border of the profane tutor. I'm like, this looks like an old. Ooh, card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that that has good art. That that was one of the ones that's definitely up there for best art in the set. Yeah. Actually, Profane Tutor. I didn't. We didn't see it at last first time, but that art is. I have one too. It's incredible art. So good. Um, all right. Uh, next one up. Lana's cryptozoologist. The Simic one out of the set. So we all gotta mm-hmm. clench our butts a little bit. It's a Simic <laughs> commander. Is it gonna break the format? It mentions tokens. <laughs> <laughs> Green and a blue for a one-two snake elf scout. Love that. Good thing they threw. <laughs> I, some, one thing I love about Simic is they're just like, what creature? Everything. Yes. <laughs> Everything. Uh, whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield, investigate. Love that. Uh, which is make a clue token. So that's the uh, two mana sack it mm-hmm. draw card. Tap sacrifice X clues. Target opponent reveals the top X cards of their library. You may put a non-land permanent card with mana value X or less from among them, onto the battlefield under your control. Then they put the rest on the bottom of the library in a random order. Yeah, I don't know if he'll do anything at all, but he's cool. He's awesome. I think, yeah, because, like, how many clues do you need before you're confident about playing something? And isn't it just good? better to sack your clues for cards uh, that's the kind of thing where you're 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 gonna be like at four that clues. this can miss can we say that like how why did they make this non-land permanent just permanent yeah. would have been fine give me a land who cares i sacked six clues at least give me a ramp for sacking six of my clues yeah i i think you'll probably hit something with six but like you really want to do this for like 10 because then you can be like, oh, oh I'm playing like something yeah, real. Yeah, because you'll probably get something. But how much work do you have to pump into this thing to get 10 clues before you're ready to... Yeah. That's a lot, man. And then you're sacrificing like your entire board. That's 10 draws you could have had, by the way, sir. That's exactly. 10 draws. I, I think how it'll... <laughs> a common play or strategy question is like, I have four clues and I drew a card and it was a land and I have seven lands like... Do I sacrifice my clues to the uh, Leonis? Do I draw a card with one of my clues? Then I play a creature. It also just says when a non-token creature enters battlefield, investigate. I feel like it's under two your mana under your under your control. I feel and it's Simic, so I'm automatically hesitant to say it's bad <laughs> because whenever anything says like, oh, what a creature! Yeah, but it's just a clue. It's just a clue. It's just a clue. It's true. It is We're going not in talking, my clue food treasure deck. I would agree with that. And and it does get really good with Academy Manufacturer, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, importantly, like as soon as the if you casted the Manufacturer with this in play, you'll get all three off exactly. of uh, 
Yeah, it sees all three come in. So you'll get all three. Well, it sees it come in and then it yeah, yeah, gets yeah. all three. They both um, see each other. They both see each other. They, you'll get all three tokens. And at, at that point, yeah, now we're cooking, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it takes it takes some cards to th- make this good. I think it's just going to I'm more interested to see this uh, across from me as a Simic commander than anything in Simic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, and which is good. This is like, way cooler, right? Yeah, like, this is, I, I'm way more excited to see this. I feel like a lot of us are like conditioned by Simic to be like, if it's not draw five cards and put a ten ten in play for zero mana, then like, eh, you could do better. Well, but yeah, it's like, oh, okay. just like you put a land in play, you make six one ones, you draw two cards, you just do it again and do it again and do it again. Yeah. Turn and on your upkeep, you'll get that again. This looks like it's actually interesting because to make this this. good, you have to put like synergy cards in your deck, not just good synergy cards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. You do. You can't just play the big dumb stuff with this guy. You actually want to get stuff going. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I like this guy a lot. I like it. Yeah. All right, next next guy around, they printed another Elder Dragon, which is and hilarious, because this, this is another clear commander card. This yeah. will never see modern play. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, pro- I mean, probably not, right? <laughs> but I could see this being, because it it it's clearly powerful and it's lifelink, I could see this being like a, uh, a really bad reanimator target. In the problem modern. is the reanimator they printed in modern is for non legendaries, right? And um, uh, uh, what's the there's the demon that is this the clearly the best reanimating target? Gristlebrand. Gristlebrand. Yeah, Brand yeah, yeah. You can't compete with Gristlebrand, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I could see this. This I could see like being a reanimator target in standard. This seems like a perfectly reasonable standard reanimator. Yeah, but this target. was never in standard. Right, anyway. Never in standard. Here's what it is. Piru, the Volatile. Two, red, red, white, white, black, black. Mardu's a cool color combo. I kind of want to make a Mardu deck, but I don't know what yet. Uh, he's got he's a 7-7 seven, seven flying lifelink Elder Dragon. Pretty good uh, so far. And he's got the old Elder Dragon text yeah. at the beginning of your upkeep. Sack it unless you pay a red, a white, and a black. Uh, and, and they I love this because then they they played with that. Like, oh, you don't you can sacrifice it, because then you get his next effect. When he dies, it'll deal seven damage to each non-legendary creature, and that—that's lifelink damage because he has lifelink. Well, it, he's doing it's, it's dead at that point. No, he sees it. He get you when he will, dies. It deals. Yeah, I know, but it'll be dead, so it's not. It does get the lifelink. I don't think so. It does. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If 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 that's the yeah, it does. Cool. It does. It see it sees it doing a damage. It will get the lifelink damage off. So this is this uh, is a seven damage to each line nose to their creature. You gain all that life, which is nuts. Yeah, it's it's. I love that they brought it the old legendary or all the old old dragon thing back with Mardu. Definitely, it makes it. It it the only reason why it doesn't make it immediately a downside is because I I like that they made that part of the like effect where okay you could sacrifice it on your upkeep to wipe the board yeah that's pretty cool i i like that so it's 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 fair in commander 2 this says non-legendary creatures so it will not wipe out your commanders yeah so everyone can't feel too too bad about this happening Mm -hmm. uh it costs them a lot of mana to put this guy in play anyway so you know it's only going to happen probably once a turn or once a game 
hopefully. <laughs> uh, and, and they also then can build off of this and make it a legendary creature deck so that none of your stuff is not. Like, you could put mm-hmm. a bunch of legendaries in play, and then Piru is killing none of your stuff. Yeah. So, I think the, the, the most common way you're going to see this is when Kali attacks you. <laughs> God dang it. You're so right. Yeah. That is a little annoying. You're so right, though. Darn Kalia. This just makes Kalia busted. Yeah, I totally Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, just okay. like, all right, what are you going to do? Block this? That annoys me a lot. Like, because I'd rather see this guy than Kalia. This guy's way cooler to me than Kalia. And yeah, you're right. It's just going to, like, Kalia cheats us into play. It, it dies. It gets busted. It, everything hard. dies. It deals seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so annoying. All right, I'm pissed at this thing now. Never <laughs> buy this. <laughs> Destroy all Kalias. Rip them apart. Um, it's just because everyone I know has a Kalia deck. <laughs> it's so annoying. It, yeah, it because it's we. Yeah, we're we're old, and it was like the first like really cool. One. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was the first most powerful one, and guess what? It's still powerful. Still pretty good. Turns out cheating 10-10s that do a crap load of things when they enter play is still good. Yeah. Still. Uh, her and what, what's the Master of Cruelties? Still busted. Still, still kills you. Turns out. <laughs> nobody blockers. You can just die. This, this next one, I should have included it last week, is like, what's your biggest disappointment from the set? And this is mine, and it's not because it's a disappointment of a card. This card <laughs> is incredible. The price is so disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) You must be this rich to ride this ride. (laughs) This is, of course, the monkey of the set. Ragavan, nimble pilferer. For one red, you get the monkey pirate that was Mm -hmm. off Karizev. I love how Karizev is like a 50 cent card. (laughs) It's like, but that's. Walking around with a $70 monkey right here. Uh, when Ragavan deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token, and then exile the top card of that player's library. Until end of turn, you can cast that card. And it's got dash for one and a red. Uh, this, I mean, this, one. unless you're super rich again, you'll never see this card in Commander ever. And it's not that good in Commander. This is a constructed card, really, through and through. But mm-hmm. it's awesome, and I wish I could see it in Commander, because it's yeah, so like, cool. This would be... It, this would just like in, in that um that like exiling cards from top of library deck. Absolutely, I was gonna say my Lelia deck would have loved having this guy around, but people think it's good in modern. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it is good in modern. They're is. not wrong, and it's yep. good in legacy, and they're not wrong there either. It might get banned there. Uh, yeah, so we'll never see the light of day of this card, and it's sad because he's awesome and he's such a great character that uh, I wish they printed him in commander and did a different busted red card to have that here right because <laughs> people are going to love the monkey and they're not going to be able to have it like. yeah <laughs> but the good thing is if it does get it's probably not going to get banned in modern but it's if it does nah, it won't get banned in modern yeah it since it's not in a standard it's set, too easy to kill a one toughness creature in modern that they'll net they they don't they, ha- they don't have reason for it you know, lava darts legal. It kills it. <laughs> yeah, the um, Z- uh, Ren and Six do. Ren and Six kills enough. Enough stuff kills it that they don't have to. Which you know, it that is annoying because a lot of times you find something that's good and modern, and you're like, well, if it gets banned, then the price will go down, right? And then you can, <laughs> then you can pick one up. Yeah, that's like look out for Urza Saga, like we mentioned. That one could get. Probably it doesn't look like it will, but it could get. That's one of those ones where it definitely feels like because. You can do crazy stuff like um, 
Because it's a land. It's a land. <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta stop putting stuff on lands that does anything. Right, yeah. Like, like it should be lands at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make lands lands again. Um, 20, 2021. Make lands lands, lands again. again. Because, like, you can you can just continuously chain them together because the, the last ability yeah. can go get you an expedition map, which can find which the land. Which can go find another land. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. And just, yeah. Just plays too well with everything going on. It makes yeah, it wins by itself. I've seen people win with nothing but Urza Saga. <laughs> yeah, you can just like throw you a make Karnstruct, of... make Karnstruct, and then and then all and like you know they did a few of... other things, but they still had a full grip of seven cards, and they had like two ten tens in play. And yeah. it's like, wait, all that they really did was Urza Saga. What yeah, there's like. Happened? All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play Urza Saga twice with the Expedition Mac thing. Make two cards each, and now it's like. Oh, I have like sixteen power or like twenty power on the board with a bunch of random other stuff, and then I'm just going to attack you and kill you. <laughs> Which is sad because that is a good card for commander. Actually, Urza Saga is great for commander. Mm-hmm. It would be a cool card in commander. Uh, moving on to the next one that they tried to print to save the Merfolk gods. Sil. This, this is the name where I'm like, uh, I don't know enough languages to be able to pronounce this. Right? It's like Elvish. Svelun of sea and sky. One blue, blue merfolk god. I also love how they like, like what happened to like the other merfolk gods? Like wasn't, uh... <laughs> <Fuck 'em. laughs> wasn't there already a merfolk god? Like what was, uh, Dasa is just Dasa. a isn't Dasa? <laughs> isn't Dasa a merfolk? Like she's uh, like a sea Then Kiora. Kiora, like, Kiora she's like or something? Oh. What the hell? Okay, well, here's the merfolk god, apparently. Uh, Svelin of Scott, Sea and Sky has indestructible as long as you control at least two other merfolk. When it attacks, draw a card. That seems good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other merfolk you control have Ward 1. So there again, like we mentioned, uh, with Evergreen, it, here it is showing up again. Right. Clearly uh, a it's a three, And it's a 3-4. Three, 3-4 four. Three, three, four, four. for 3. Yeah, it's a three four. It's a, it's a big body. Actually, check. you can just say like, "All right, it's just an indestructible three four that whenever it attacks you." Uh, yeah. So we've had they definitely have Merfolk commanders already, right? They have the they have a green blue one. Yeah, green blue is like kind of the only commander. For they Merfolk have they have commander. the white blue one that's actually not bad. Sig uh, River Guide or something, and it gives protection to all your Merfolks. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if there is. Yeah, like yes, that yeah, I that w- I guess I was more saying the uh, like the merfolky like I'm gonna attack you with merfolk like green has such good ones like there's so so many good green that's merfolk, fair that you just like uh, kind of need yeah so it hurts to be mono blue in this case because then right. uh, yeah this is like one of those ones that definitely suffers commander it's not uh, it's not gonna get there yet there's not enough merfolk. You have to play yeah, every blue merfolk, and at that point, yeah, you're hurting. Like, you're counting on Svelun to do all the work. Yeah, <laughs> this basically has to be, like, almost like a Voltron merfolk Yeah, commander. it's like, I am, I am putting Svelun in, I'm casting two cruddy merfolk, and I'm attacking to draw all my cards to get there. And, like, <laughs> also, let's strip away all the merfolk stuff. A th- one blue blue three four indestructible when I draw whenever it attacks it draws a card like that's probably just not good enough to be a commander anyway 
Oh, that sucks. That sounds like a good commander, but it's only indestructible when you already control right, two of Right, yeah, I was saying, like, it's pretend... draw a card right when you attack, which is, that's decent. It's decent. I, I was just thinking, like, with my commander, I want to do something just a little bit more. Like, just pretend it always had indestructible. Um, I think it's a really, really good 99 card. In a Merfolk deck, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. This is another one that'll that'll see that. This next one might be half decent. Sithis, the Harvest Hand. Yeah. Green and a white for a legendary enchantment creature nymph. A 1-2. When you cast an enchantment spell, you gain a life and draw a card. Might be de facto the best enchantress commander at this point then. Yeah, and, like, Which is kind of super annoying, right? That, it, like, who wants that? Yeah, because like the main thing that enchantresses do is when you cast an enchantment or enchantment etbs you draw a card and it's like having it on the commander especially anything that's just generically good and it costs two mana you're just like okay <laughs> it's just like <laughs> all right yeah that's so boring to me i want enchantress enchantment commanders to be like unique at this point not just this like this is such a state i mean I get it because they needed to push this for modern. They wanted to put Enchantress into modern, and so they had to print a card like this. Yeah, and like uh, being legendary is a downside in non-commander. Yeah, formats. exactly. They couldn't. They couldn't make this. Uh, they can't stack this card, uh, yeah. and it would have been too busted in modern. I guess at that point, not too busted, but yeah, but still, more yeah. broken. So, so it held it back in that case, but. Commander did not need the Enchantress help. (laughs) Enchantments are already the hardest to remove permanent in the game, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to Commander. And so this this card innately is powerful with all the synergies you're going to have. And it's like, it's that boring, uh, what's what's the Tatiova? The, the Simic one, yeah, where it's just yeah, like exactly. lands, you do the same thing. Lands, you and it's such a boring play, way to like play that. Commander. It's just it's just so boring and just broken. You, you, just, know, you just know exactly what you're going to do when right. someone plays this. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. It, yeah, it's yeah. just like, eh, eh. And you just keep pushing through your deck, and it's like, ah, come on. All right, we're almost through it. I mean, this, is, this has gone a lot faster than I imagined. Because again, this set... I think overall, this stuff wasn't printed to be very good in Commander. And we can see that, right? I mean, it, this doesn't right. seem like we have that many. Which, thank God, right? finally seems like they're oh calming gosh. down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. We had such a year and a half of, like, everything out there was, like, busted, 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 busted. Like, yeah, yeah. It, oh, my God. We needed a break. And these are at least some more flavorful stuff. Right. There's no just, like... Oh, double all tokens or something. There's none that's just like, oh, yeah. Or even in Modern Horizons One, let's go back to Horizons One where you saw Urza and it was just like, you win the game if you play Urza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, what the hell? Please. I think the closest we come here is maybe Garth One Eye, where, where, where yeah, there's a line where you win the game if you play Garth. Yeah, because it, yeah, it's just like again, this is the this is what when it, considering combo decks because I remember I said earlier uh, that you want your commander to be an engine, but this is kind of the payoff, but like when you're comboing off and getting infinite mana, mm-hmm. this is kind of like the this is payoff slash engine because this is the way you get infinite mana. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just like yeah, he is right. kind of both on one card, right? Especially is if you have any way to put him in play multiple times in a turn. Yeah, he's just infinite with himself. Infinite creatures, infinite removal, <laughs> infinite rebuy of everything you have. Yeah, because the just, just the classic cool. example, I'm assuming, now that I thought about it, is uh, Jedi Navigator, which I 
I hate that card so much. It's yeah, like Dead right. Navigator, a um, it's something that gives creatures haste, and this is just infinite mana because Dead Eye Navigator yep. requires two mana. Which at that point, once you have blank. infinite mana with Garth, you have, like I said, infinite removal. You have infinite buyback everything you have, infinite, <laughs> like yeah. infinite creatures, infinite draw card. You draw your whole deck. Is that is a, <laughs> it's a it's two infinite. card it's so combo dumb. because combos yeah. that involve your commander. The commander doesn't count as one of the cards. It's yeah, hard. it's too easy. It's too easy to have your commander. You always have access to him. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> like, it's a two-card combo. <laughs> dumb. With, dumb, man. Yeah, with, not into yeah. it. That's why I was, as soon as they had Black Lotus on the card, I was like, damn. Nah, god damn it. Because if this was, up. like, I don't know, like, not, but if it was, like, two colorless mana, that'd be... Better because like they <laughs> should know what dead eye dead eye navigator is at this point because yeah, it's right. like the combo flicker things. They, should giving know something... Black Lo- they just wanted to put Black Lotus on a goddamn yeah. card, and they. <laughs> I like how we had to go back to that card to be like, yeah. well, I think it's important because we're like talking about oh, this is all pretty good except for yeah, except that card. one card. All right, the next one in our list: Torok Dread Cantor. One and a black. There's our mono black one. Finally, right? This is the only. Yeah, this is yeah. the well braids and braids, braids but braids is an old one banned. and and banned. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Torok, this is the mono black one for the sets. Uh, human cleric for one and a black for a two one pro white, which is interesting. That's like one of those sneaky things that's good out of nowhere. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you're playing like a like a uh, protection like a white. is one of those things they gotta stop putting on cards, right? It's, damn man, it gets real broken out of nowhere. Uh, whenever an opponent discards a card, put a 1-1 counter on Torok Dread Cantor. Uh, when Torok enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, it also has kicker for black black. Uh, what, if it was kicked, target opponent discards two cards at random. So this is a callback to the card, him to Torok. Yep. Which is its kicker black black, because him to Torok was black black to yep. the opponent discards two cards like at random. Like a staple there. Um, this is pretty cool. I don't think it's going to yeah. be a commander, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it means you have to play a discard deck. People hate playing. I like that, um, you know, wheels will help this guy out like insane, right? Everyone's yeah. discard. Like, if, if if you wheel with this guy out, he might all of a sudden be a 2021. Right, yeah, because people can discard like 18, you need 19 discarded to now it's a 21. You just go like, <laughs> like okay, I'm going to wheel. Uh. Luckily, there's no wheels in black. There really? is one. There's dark deal. Yeah. There's dark deal, which is the discard part of it is there. Dark deal is you draw one less. Yeah, which is, yeah, so him, yeah, that's just the classic powerful thing you do with him, right? Play him on two, dark deal on three. Holy shit. <laughs> you have a 20, yeah, you have a 21-20. So overall, he's kind of annoying because he doesn't do anything interesting. Just like, okay, he does that one busted thing, has pro-white for some reason. Yeah, the... Uh... Boring commander. His kicker ability only targets a single opponent in commander. It's not going to be too... I love that mm-hmm. it's like, make him discard something random. That's fun. Yeah, but you kind of hit it where discard decks are kind of like land destruction decks where people get real old or people get upset with it real fast. You could be like, Oh, yeah. just play it. you could play it once. People go like, okay, but you're not playing that again. Right. And then you just have to put it away and play something else. Like how I would play in is like playing those things that like make force you to draw and discard same turn. That way you're, we're not all going down cards, but because you're discarding, we're all drawing. 
but we're all discarding as well. And because of that, my guy's getting huge. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be kind of the way to play him, right? Play, play him with those uh, Anvil of Bogardens that like makes everyone draw two and discard one in the beginning mm-hmm. instead of just drawing a card, uh, which makes everyone feel fine about it. But your guy's getting enormous in the Massive. meantime. <laughs> and it is like just a creature. So that part, that's nice where it's not like... I, don't know, I could easily have thought them saying like, oh, well, when this, this creature dies, you drain everybody for its power or something. I don't know, yeah, right. He doesn't have that, like you called it, like the, the payoff at the end. Yeah, exactly. He's just an engine. He just sits mm-hmm. there and just builds and builds and builds and builds. Well, I, I guess he's the payoff. No engine on him. Right. Well, the kicker is his engine, kicker, but that's yeah, a pretty fine. weak engine. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> that's right. He is both, but the, yeah, it's a, it's a slow engine. Mm-hmm. special commander so yeah he's fine i don't i don't think he's gonna do anything at all <laughs> i don't think anyone's gonna use him especially not now with like all the busted discard ones that yep, people yeah. have now like tiny bones is still running out there and now jumpstart's gotten printed like crazy so jump uh tiny bones has come way down oh really that's good i believe yeah i i saw it in um i saw it in uh target the other day i oh, saw okay. Yeah, let's see what Tiny Bones... Uh, Tiny Bones is still priced at $25, so... But he used to be 50 so He used, used to be 50, 50 so he, he literally to, came uh, down by half. I wonder if people, like, you know, I I was like, oh, it's an old Target? Uh, people might not be buying it and opening it because they're just like, oh, I didn't know, even though that was an option. Yeah, yeah, Jumpstarts, they, they... Well, and they they mentioned that it's gonna... Like, they're gonna keep printing Jumpstart. As soon as they made Jumpstart, they mm. said that. They were like, we're gonna... And, and good thing, actually, because it's a really great uh, starter product. Yeah, yeah. It is an incredible starter product. There's no such thing as drafting. You just mash two packs together and play, and the games are so much fun. Yeah, it's really the best way to get people interested, because... Absolutely. I love the Jumpstart. Because it kind of... There was I didn't really have this because my friend who taught me how to play he was also kind of new to it, um, but there is a like feel bad when the skill level is just the skill level difference between the person who's teaching you and you is just so massive you're just like yeah. I feel like I have no chance of actually winning and this is a one on one competitive thing yes but with the jumpstart it kind of it at least feels like it's the level playing field a little bit we're just like it oh, does it does. Course. You you end up. I I had a jumpstart game where I decked someone. <laughs> like it was just such a nothing game. Like they literally went through their whole deck. <laughs> and it kind of uh, tangent a little bit. I that's one of my favorite parts about limited. Yeah, where all of a sudden exists. <laughs> you just like look at your deck and just like I only have seven cards left. <laughs> I can get there. Oh, no. I can get there. <laughs> Without mill being a thing, it's still possible. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's how many deck. cards? There's like. <laughs> Like, oh, I only have six, and you like, and you have a card that forces you to draw a card. Like, all you need to survive, and the whole game just changes based on that one. Like, oh, was, crap. Oh, yeah, limited's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's it's probably my favorite format. Um, all right, but next one here's the uh, the box topper, mm-hmm. Usury Fortunes Flame, and this is also uh, in it, like the those like boxes of ten packs you see at Target. It comes. Oh, okay. It comes in the bundles. Yep, bundles. Oh, okay. Bundle car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Uh, Usury Fortune's Flame. One blue red for a two three flyer. A freet. I love a freets. I love a freets. I do want like more freets for sure. (laughs) I love. I love the a freet type. 
because uh, they're just these awesome elemental guys. Yeah, uh, like, whenever elementals are a thing, but yeah, Afrites are just like. But Afrit yeah. is way cooler. <laughs> they're like these between a Dijin and a Afrit, mm-hmm. and they just are amazing. Uh, whenever Usri Fortune's Flame attacks, choose a number between one and five. Flip that many coins. For each flip you win, draw a card. For each flip you lose, Usri deals two damage to you. If you won five flips this way, good luck, you may cast spells from your hand this turn without paying their mana cost. So you get a one-turn omniscience. If you win all five, what's the math on that? 3%? Uh, it's two to the fifth, which is one out of 32, I want to say. And that's probably around what I said. I said 3%. It is exact 3.1%. <laughs> we um, nailed it. We're not nerds. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> You're me. Um, basically, how I look at this card is just ignore that if you win five flips text. Because I think a lot of people yeah, are trashing it there. because it's just like, oh, it's so unlikely to get that. But like, if you choose five, you're probably going to draw two cards out of that. Yeah, hopefully not take also. Six you don't want to be taking eight damage a turn from your no. guy attacking. <laughs> for some reason, I just love that <laughs> because like it really yeah. feels like it's a chance also the one bad thing too so he does have flying which is good we all we have mentioned though attack triggers are not great in command mm-hmm. they are not good they are not good uh it, it, it's nice that it's uh it will happen each turn that he's there but we we you know again like yeah it, it would help this a lot if he had haste because you really if you need the trigger to draw some cards you need the trigger <laughs> I don't know. He's interesting. He's a lot of fun, and he's just going to be a fun commander. I don't even. I don't think he supersedes the other red blue coin flippers, right? The, 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 the partners, Oku, the conspiracy ones, yeah, or battlebond, battlebond. Battle yeah, they're just objectively the best, right? Cause because they're partners, you, which means you have both of them in the command zone, and you draw cards off of every you time draw you win a card. Yeah, you draw cards when you win the flip. It yeah. literally has the text without taking damage. Without taking damage, yeah, literally for the same mana cost, right? I think he's three. He's probably yeah, I think he's around that. But I think you, he's three. with the excuse me, with the partners, then you flip twice and you get the uh the benefit, so you can't flip five. Okay, times. he's five mana. He's, he's five, five mana. mana. They're both five mana. Okay. But uh this is good in that deck because uh Zindra Split. Zindra Split, is that the name of the other Yeah, one? yeah, yeah Zindra Split. He triggers off of each one you win. So Correct. whenever a player wins a coin, whenever a player, I didn't yeah, notice yeah. you said that. <laughs> so if other people flip other coins. Other people are flipping coins and you draw cards. Yeah, you can draw cards. That's um, hilarious. I've almost decked myself with uh Sweat <laughs> in Battle. That Bond. is hilarious. That was really good. So yeah, right. So he just kind of goes in that deck. That um, deck. um yeah. be, be aware of the you social implications of playing a coin flip deck because yeah. people and kind of rightly so. Like you need to be really on top of flipping your coins. Don't him and hob and choosing reds or heads or tails. Just say I'm going to choose heads for heads is a win, tails is a loss. Don't make it a big dramatic thing every time. <laughs> yeah, because everybody else is like, I get it. You're flipping five coins, and, and then you go like, and it's important for you, but no one else cares. So it is, it's fun, especially when you're at like four, and then you're flipping cards. They're flipping things, you might die. Yeah, then but, yeah. you can make it dramatic. But until that point, just flip your dang coins. Yeah, and yeah, draw don't, whatever, take your damage. Don't keep. It's not going to be good, right? It's not going to be good. Oh, it's no, going to no. be like one of those things. But just, again, it's going to be popular. Should we say that? Like, I think out of all of them so far, like Chatterfang's obviously going to be popular. 
Mm-hmm. And like, and Garth. And then is he like next in line? Uh, maybe. Or Sithis, maybe. Asmore, maybe. Asmore, I don't think is going to be that popular. Nah, I th- Asmore is after this guy for sure, I think. Maybe, yeah. People love flipping coins, man. People do love flipping coins. <laughs> People want to flip them coins. Um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, maybe I'm being, I'm judging it because it's just worse than the. I, I think Piru's going to be more more famous than Asmore. Piru? Elder Dragon. It's oh, an Elder the Elder Dragon? Dragon? Yeah, it's an Elder Dragon. As a commander? I don't know. Yeah, it's an Elder Dragon. They're all just popular because they're Elder Dragons. It's just what people do. Um, it's not because if he's good or anything. It's just says yeah, the words Elder I, Dragon. I think this <laughs> will be popular just because ev- there's so few coin flipping cards. So if you yeah. want to build a coin and- deck. Definitely because you mentioned it comes in like all the bundles and everything. That's going to help his popularity a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. He'll be pretty easy to get your hands on then. Uh, that'll make him more popular for sure. Uh, whereas a, a lot of these legendaries are so, like, this is an expensive set. You talk about a thing like Ragavan, $70 right now. Uh, yeah. No one's going <laughs> to touch the thing with a 10 foot pole. Chatterfane is expensive. That might keep a lot of people away. Because it's a mythic from the set. I think Garth's cheap. Yeah, Garth's cheap. It is really it is real. And also, like, Chatterfane's also good. Yeah. I could see yeah, that yeah. being played in other But that's why he's expensive. He's, he's sitting at $13 right now. I mean, that that's something a commander player, if they want to play Chatterfane, they'll pay 13 for him. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, that's the right price. But yeah, if it goes up from there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. Uh, last but not least. Yeah, you thought the why... Uh, commander yeah. was the last was, one. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We got a Z, baby. Zabaz the Glimmer Wasp, one mana legendary artifact creature, insect. So this can well, no, but this can't go in. Can't go in. <laughs> <laughs> he has his own color identity here. He's got modular one. I love that they brought back modular. I, you know, being in that Mirrodin era, I've loved modular since mm-hmm. the beginning. I, I know I ha- I bought the modular deck back in the day, so I've always been around this this mechanic. Uh, if modular triggered ability would put one or more plus one plus one counters on a creature, which is what modular does, right? When a creature dies, you can move your one one counter to another artifact creature. Mm-hmm. Um, if a modular triggered ability would put one or more counters on it, one or more plus one plus one counters, that many plus one are put on it instead. So it's a hardened scales for modular specifically. Uh, triggered abilities. It has a red to destroy an artifact you control. And it has a white to make him have flying. She should probably just have flying. Probably just <laughs> have flying. He literally has wings in the... He should just, like, yeah, here, like just make him have flying and then make that white ability another, like, just random, like, not a very important life link or ability. something. I don't know. <laughs> ah, maybe that'd be too good. Ah, actually, probably not, right? That's not, that's not, that seems fine. It's like, the thing about Boros You have to pay is... white to give him life yeah. link and what, he's, he starts as a 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do that. We just redesigned the card, Wizards. Uh, please go. print You're it. <laughs> please, uh, please, uh, errata Zabaz right now. But how do you feel about Zabaz overall? I mean, I is he going to be the modular commander? I guess so. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess he is. Uh, yeah. Is he good enough to be a modular commander? Is there, like, enough there? Uh, Let's see how many creatures have modular. helps, because Modern Horizons came out with a bunch of modular cards. I don't know if they have enough. Is the problem? It will. There probably... are twenty three. That is not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough. But 
Fortunately, and one, modular... and one of those is an unset, so that doesn't count. Right. So twenty-two, mm-hmm. and of those twenty-two, uh, <laughs> well, like modular, like ten of them are good. Modular gets the benefit of like attaching itself to also just like plus one plus one counter themes and also sacrificing artifact. Yeah, the problem with Zabaz though is he only triggers off of modular stuff mm-hmm. triggering, right? Yeah, if it, it's probably... not like one of those. It doesn't say just whenever an artifact creature gets a plus one, right. it'll get an extra one. That would have been good. That would have been worth it. Uh, but the fact that it has to be the modular ability, there's mm-hmm. not enough. I'm looking at it. There's no way. I think you could probably make a decent deck out of it. You might not... If you want to build like a modular deck where you have fifty modular creatures, then obviously you're not going because they they literally can't. Number no, 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 you exist. can't. You literally, you literally can't go past. I mean, honestly, looking at this list, there, there's there's ten playables. You really can't go beyond that. You're not going to play a five mana three three. <laughs> that feels really bad. Or a four mana two two haste. Nah. I think um, the four mana two two haste. It might be okay. It also depends on what they're like. Does it cost colors? Because you could do a lot no, of like it's all artifacts. All, like artifacts cost like two less to cast or something like that. You could do stuff like that. That's that's why I was saying like, oh, yeah, just a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, so I, honestly, I'll, overall, I don't think he'll get there. Um, I mean, here's like, here's what six mana modular sunburst. Like that's just never getting there. So that means like six mana two two. Mm-hmm. You can't play that. You just can't. Right, I, I don't think he'll get it. there. That is the last one. So what do you feel about... Let's go over least favorite, favorite, most busted. Um, I don't really Start have with a, your least... You don't have a least favorite? No, I, I like... I think all they're all fine. Like, there is things that I just don't think are very good. But I don't have anything that I feel is, like, super egregious. Like, Thrasta the Temptus Roar could be, like... Maybe you're least favorite because she just won't get there. <laughs> and it's just like, you should never play this card. And, yeah, there you and go. I'll count that as your least favorite. So that's probably my least favorite, but that's more of on a playability. Like, the I, I'm guessing Garth One-Eye is yours. I think so, unless, like, we have a category of, like, most busted. He'd just be there, and then... Yeah, but that, I, I feel like that's almost, like most breakable and least favorite sometimes are the the same thing (laughs) yeah yeah maybe it's the boss then because i'm really disappointed like i love modular and i'm just very disappointed that there's not i I bet if you tried you could put together a deck that you'd enjoy playing with the boss and modular i will try and i i'm telling you now i don't think i'll get there but i will try i will i will brew one up and i'll just see where it gets and i'll i'll goldfish it uh, but that might be my least favorite because of it. And like you mentioned, like, just give them flying? Like, good God. Like, they, do they have to, like, dumb them down that much? Like, <laughs> it, it is, it is kind of It feels kind of bad. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with Zabaz, my least favorite, which is just so disappointing. Most favorite. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm going to amend my least favorite. I think Synthus, right. the Harvest Hand, because of what we said. It's just like, Synthus, eh. okay. Fair enough. Yeah, right? Such a boring, typical effect. Yeah, it's something that's like, it's on so many rares and like uncommons and stuff. It's just like, this is your legendary like creature yeah. that's a one two. Do you have a favorite? Um, I, so like, I mean, the real answer is Ragavan here. <laughs> Obviously, that's just the best. The monkey. 
Monkey uh, pirate. He's a monkey pirate. He's a monkey pirate. He's <laughs> oh he surpassed Carrie Zev. That was Carrie Zev. That that Sue had Ragavan. Yeah, Carrie Zev. Yep. Carrie Zev. So obviously surpassed Carrie Zev in power. I just imagine there was a pirate coup. Uh, and yeah, right. he is the new captain of the ship. <laughs> um, but so that's like the obvious answer. I I like. Asmore, just because it's it's just so Asmore. It's just has this massive sweet. name. <laughs> She's really sweet. Cool. Um, I, I think I'm gonna actually split it up in two different categories too. I just realized, like, here's the next category. Who do you think's gonna make the coolest decks? The coolest, most deck. interesting no. decks, most interesting builds. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I'll go so, favorite commander is also Asmore. Obviously, I'm building it. Mm-hmm. But coolest deck is going to be a different answer. Yeah, I, so I think I think if Zabaz works, it'll be cool. Ooh, okay. I, I think it'll kind of go beyond just. Yeah, you're more hopeful to that card than I am, but I, no, I, like I mean, it. also I did like I care less about like for these kinds of decks where like okay, I know it's just not going to be busted, but so like yeah. my expectations <laughs> of it are much smaller. Um, I think. I, so, other than the combo potential, if you don't build a combo deck, I think Garth One Eye can be pretty cool. Really cool. I agree with that. I'm definitely between two, and I'm just realizing now. Green Black crushed it in like this legendary category. They have three, and all three good ones: Cart the Lion, Chatterfan, Grist. Those are like three solid mm-hmm. choices. I would say Grist. I think there's some really cool stuff that you can do with Grist that people aren't having in their minds yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, that you can pull off. Because you're just uh, like with this. Oh, I'm gonna tutor uh, like a creature. If it's not, you know, it goes to graveyard. You shuffle back in your deck. You're like, oh, I'm gonna tutor a creature. Like, oh, I can get Chris. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, you could do weird things with him. Like, you can reanimate a creature from your graveyard, which is Grist. All of a sudden, there's yeah, some yeah. really cool stuff. And then the other one would be like maybe chatter. Maybe there's some cool token Chatterfang decks that like are just super random token Chatterfang decks. Mm-hmm. But because Shatterfang's so strong, it just ends up being good. Right. You just so, take a bunch of squirrels out. In the uh, the mythic spoiler comments for Grist, someone said it's a legal target for the Mimeoplasm. That's all? Oh, see, right? So Mimeoplasm could be a planeswalker? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is amazing. With plus one, plus one counters on it for some reason. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. Okay. See, there you go. I think Grist makes for the most interesting thing. Yeah, there's just I'm random stuff. So you just be like... Wait a second. <laughs> so I do love Grist. I'm, I think I'm going to pick up one of them uh, sketch copies because I think that card looks amazing. It just looks so cool because they like didn't give him eyes in the sketch copy. Like it looks like an <laughs> alien thing. It's just so cool. I just love it. So I think I'm going to pick that one. And it's the cheapest of the. Like it's it's like well it's like ten dollar card. But that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right. With that, uh, let's go over next week. What are we going to be talking about? Yes, yeah, so these are going to be... It's going to be a D&D episode again. These are going to be just our favorite spells. Yeah, like There's the spells a lot of just, spells in D&D now. A lot of spells in D&D now. <laughs> we are not going to talk about all the spells. Yeah, so this is not going to be a power ranking. I feel like that could be a whole different episode where we talk about like, oh, these are the five True. best like Here's the five spells. you ha- must have. Yeah, five must yeah. have spells maybe. Um, these are going to be the five-rit... Uh, five-rit? Five, five or whatever favorite spells. Yeah, in D&D. 
Uh, and the next magic one, we're going to finally just dig into secret layers. There are some big announcements about. There's another one out. Layers. So I, yeah, th- so that's why I put it down here. I think it is a topic that like we mentioned a way long ago, like, oh, we got to have an episode on it. And which obviously we do. And now there's like a whole nother one. So it seems like they're Maybe. in. Pumping them a out. cycle, yeah. All right, they're in a cycle where like every month they're doing something with this yeah. stuff, and this is like another it, more and more. They're doing not just one little drop, right? They're doing these super drops, they're doing 10, 12 drops, yep, all at once. More expensive, too. They're getting more expensive, like you mentioned in a previous episode. They're eventually probably thinking of putting up a subscription model. Yeah. We'll go over uh, the potential of that. I'll we'll do some research to dig into maybe if mm-hmm. they've made more announcements about. Uh, what they might be doing with that and how it might work and how we feel about it and how we feel about how they are in their current state. We're just going to go all secret layers next time. Yep. We have a lot. There's a, what, two years of history of secret layers now. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've been doing it. I think for that's a when the while. first one came out. So we'll go. We'll even delve back and tell you how two years ago went, like with them and and what their they, what the landscape of those looks like now mm-hmm. and everything. So all secret layers. I think it's a really important topic. Hopefully, we'll get that episode out just before you miss your chance to purchase this recent this one that just was announced. Ooh, yeah. Um, that's a good point. It it you have until the end of July, July twenty third for this recent super drop is your last day to uh, decide if you want these. So hopefully when we talk about them, you can then think about if you want them. So let's see. So we record D&D this week. We record it next week. So it will come out the weekend before um, you. So, you know, if you're listening to it as soon as this episode comes out, I mean, not this episode, this episode, you you have a month left. <laughs> so if you want <laughs> them, go grab them. Yeah. If you want to wait for us to listen to us to that uh, about it, you can and then yep. decide if you want them. They are expensive. So, yep. so this yep. is something you got to want. Um, but. As history has shown, they might be worth it. So and we'll, we'll talk about but- it. But. I mean, I, I yeah, it's just like yeah. But the the landscape of that, might, uh, we'll, we'll say it's it getting the, interesting, right? Yeah, it's getting rocky. It. But I, I've sold a bunch and and I've done well off of them, and I've I've kept the ones I want. You know, it's one of those things. If you want it, buy it. All right, that's our first take. Without getting into the episode, if yep. you want it, buy it. Go ahead. We won't tell you not to. <laughs> <laughs> what you do uh, with your own money is for us to decide. <laughs> we decide. We are your leaders. <laughs> yeah, by listening to this podcast, you've uh, implicitly signed over power of attorney. Listen, they came uh, into our party, all right? This is our party. <laughs> our party. We're hosting it. You listen to our party rules. Yeah. Rule number with one. That, let's go get back to partying, all right? Yeah. Let's go, go party it on. And all you listeners out there, party on. Party on.